Sorry. <laughs> That's just me. How do I put this thing on? Is it working? Good morning, everyone. Come and take your seats. You can bring your hot chocolates in. If you're doing your craft, you can keep doing your craft. There are some gingerbread men if uh, anyone sees them. Awesome. Um, Good morning. Uh, For those of you that are new this morning, my name is Olivia, and I'm part of the team here. And I see uh, lots of new faces this morning, which is really exciting. Um, So um, what we're going to do this morning, it looks a little bit different to usual. So there's some crafts for the children. Um, They can do those, or they can come and listen to the story a little bit later. That would be great. And uh, we're going to have some fun. The children are going to be involved in the service. And uh, yeah, we're going to celebrate Christmas. Um, But before we do anything else, we are going to light our Advent wreath, which is something that um, we do every Sunday in Advent. So I wondered if there was someone that wanted to come and help me this morning. <laughs> Samuel, did you put up your hand? <laughs> anyway, does anyone want to help me? Lauren, would you like to come and help? Come on up, Lauren. Oh, look, she's got a little Santa hat on. <laughs> I've got a little one on. Mine says, it's Christmas. Come over here. So this morning, we're lighting our third... Is it the third or fourth Sunday of Advent? Oh my goodness, it's the fourth Sunday. And um, does anyone know what the fourth candle? Peace, it represents peace. And we celebrate the peace of Jesus when he came to be with us and peace on earth. So, Lauren, you've got a lot of candles to light this morning. Is that okay? So we'll start off over here and then we'll go around. Okay, and I can help you. So if you hold that. Oh, did you snap it? That's okay. They're really easy. So if you start over here, do you want to step up in there? Good girl. There you go. Well done. And then this one here. Doing such a good job. There you go. Awesome. And come around here one more. Well done. There you go. Well done, Lauren. Should we give a round of applause? Well done such a fun job. I used to love doing it when I was a kid. And we're going to say some words together that should be on the screen. So each week in Advent, we light a candle to remind us that Jesus brings light and hope into our world. No matter how dark the world may seem, that light still shines through. And all together, Lord Jesus, light of the world, blessed is Gabriel, who brought good news. Blessed is Mary, your mother and ours. Bless your church preparing for Christmas, and bless us, your children, who long for your coming. Amen.
So if you're able, we're going to stand together now and we're going to worship God together.
And so I'm going to slip the... Is that me? 
It's you. Okay. So we're going to split the room into two. <laughs> I can do that with Alan. And we're going to split the room into two. So this is team one. Should we give a cheer? And this is team two. Give a cheer. So this game relies on your emoji using skills. Now, if you don't know what an emoji is, it's something that's on a smartphone. And it, um, it's kind of a way of showing a feeling or reaction. So you could do a really happy face. You could do a face with love hearts in it. There might be, there's a poop emoji, which is quite used quite a lot. I like it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, so um, I'm going to need a volunteer from each team. Who knows their emojis best on their team? So pick wisely who would know emojis best. I'm thinking some teenagers here. Yeah. Oh, come on. Zach Tromans, you'd be good at this. Come on up, Zach. Yeah, give Zach a round of applause. <laughs> He's only just waking up. Now, don't worry, Zach. There is a prize at stake here, okay? And um, what about this team? Who's going to go for this team? Come on up. Yay. And what's your name? Edward, nice to meet you. Well, Edward, you are representing Team 2 today. Okay, so and this is the prize up for grabs. It's a Terry's Chocolate Orange, everyone. Woo! Okay, this is the prize. Okay, so um, there's going to be an emoji sequence on the screen, and you have to guess the song that it means. The, they're all Christmas songs. Some are a little bit more uh, Christian. Some are a little bit more uh, secular. So, should we start? Try to the first one. So, whoever gives me the answer first gets the point. I don't know if I have a tiebreaker, but we'll see. Yes, you can help. Yes, but you have to like you have to run to the person. Zach, is it Silent Night? It is Silent Night. I actually don't know if the answers are on there. Are the answers? Oh wait. I have the answers on my phone. Okay. I have a microphone here. Maybe we can shout it out using the microphone that I've just broken. Say testing. Testing. Test. Test. Testing. Testing. Working. Great. Okay. So, Zach, you have one point. Should I use this microphone instead? Yeah. Okay. Um, number two. Ding dong, merrily on high. Is it ding dong merrily on high? It's not, I'm afraid. Zach? Jingle bells. Is it jingle bells? It is jingle bells. Well done. Can I have a points keeper? Who would like to do the points? Naomi, can you be points keeper? Can you be fair? I trust you. Okay. So currently, what are the scores, Naomi? 2-0. But it's all still to play for, don't worry. Number three. What is it? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Okay. And uh, bonus point if you can sing it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. Number four. It just says Christmas it is Christmas tree. I'm guessing it's like, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Da, 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 da. No one knows the words, but great. So what's the score, Naomi? Two. Oh, see? 
Come on, Zach. Next one. What do you think this one is? Hark the Herald Angels Sing. It is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I'm seeing a lot more teamwork on this side. Come on, look at your team. Ask them for help. Okay, so it's three, two. Well done. Okay. Is that? Father Christmas. No. Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Yeah. What are we on now? Four, two. <gasps> okay. What is this one? Frosty the Snowman. It is Frosty the Snowman. Come on, Zach. Come on, Zach. You can do this. Okay, what is it? Five, two. Five, two. Ooh. Oh my goodness, you are smashing this. It is the 12 days of Christmas. Well done. Zach, have you just woken up? Have you just woken up? <laughs> okay. Seven, six, two. Six, two. Oh. Joy to the world. It is joy to the world. Come on, Zach. You're back in the game. Three, six. Okay. Yes! I think everyone got that one. We Three Kings. Classic. Feliz Navidad. Do you know this, how it goes? Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. I love that one. Um, okay. So what's the score now, Naomi? 7-3. Seven, three. Is it eight? Seven. Okay. This is fun. What do we think? It's not one more seat. I do like that one though. Leanna Lewis. Lewis. Ask your team. Ask your team. Catherine knows. Oh yeah. I, Catherine said it. I wish it could be Christmas every day. Yeah, it is. Well done, Zach. You get that on behalf of Catherine. So it's four, eight, four, eight. Now, I don't know this one. Go. Three ships sailing by. It is. Oh, it's called I Saw Three Ships. Same thing, right? So, yeah, I've not heard of that one. So, well done. So, what are we on? Five, eight? <gasps> okay. Guys, this is the last question. So, we have a winner, but... Driving home for Christmas! Well done. So, you get the prize. There you go. But, Zach, stay there. Because it's Christmas, you get one as well. Give them both a round of applause. <laughs> Good job. Well done. I'm going to go back to this. Can I go back to my other microphone? Is this thing working? Oh, look at that. See? I love this one. Okay. Brilliant. So, um, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Some churches like to do 
a big nativity, and they like to organize it, and it's amazing. And, uh, oh, I didn't do that this year. So we're going to do like a live nativity, and I'm going to read a story today from The Rhyming Christmas. Has anyone ever heard of The Rhyming Christmas? No. So if you are a child, I need your participation today. So I promise you, the gingerbread will still be there at the end. And so will the cross, and so will the card. So if you are a child, or a boy and a girl, can you come up to the front? Especially if you are wearing a costume, but if you're not, that's okay too. Come on up. I see some people at the back. Awesome. Why don't you come and have a little seat here? I'm going to move this. Oh, amazing. So we are going to read this very special story together. Oh, hello, little person. Where's my clicker gone? So, I'm going to need some audience participation today, and I already see a little angel. Anne. Anne, would you like to come and be an angel? Yeah, well done. Come on up. Would anyone like to be an angel with Anne this morning? Jessica, come on up. And I can have one more angel. Jason, would you like to be an angel? Come on up. So, I have some angel gear here, so... Would you like to wear an angel crown thingy, Majiggy? Halo, that's what it's called, not a crown. And some tinsel. And Jason, would you like some wings? Yeah. Yeah, I knew you would. Do you want to open up your arms? Another one. Oh, there you go. So angels, why don't you come and stand over here? There's another angel here. Little angel. There you go. Oops. That's okay. You can just put that over there. Is that on? That's on. Okay, angels, come and stand over here. Over here, little angel. And Jessica, over here. So this story is called The Rhyming Christmas. Okay, so a woman called Mary was doing her chores when an angel arrived, but not through the door. So we need a Mary... Who would like to be Mary? Hannah, would you like to be Mary? So, Hannah, you're going to do some chores. So, he simply appeared and she dropped to the floor. Hello, Mary, he said. God is with you. God is with me, she wondered. But what does that mean? What's this all about? Is it some kind of dream? This angel just smiled. Don't be scared. Don't scream. God is happy with you and will bless you. We've got the story on the screen as well. God knocks down the proud and lifts up the meek and does the mighty things for those who are weak. He blesses the ones whose service he seeks. So sing out his praise. He's amazing. You'll soon have a baby, the angel went on. A quite special baby called Jesus, God's son. The heir to David's throne. He'll sit on the throne and his kingdom will last forever. You're going to pretend that you're um, confused. Could you do a confused 
Very good face. But how, Mary asked, I don't understand. I'm engaged to be wed, but he's not yet my man. Trust God, the angel said. He's got it all planned. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Have we got to that bit yet? We have. There we go. God knocks down the proud and lifts up the meek. And he does mighty things for those who are weak. And blesses the ones whose service he seeks. So sing out his praise. He's amazing. God's only holy son is the child you will bear. Impossible? No. Your cousin would swear that she can't have a baby. The proof is right there. She's expecting a son. So go and see her. Who would like to be Mary's cousin? Come on up, Lauren. You are Mary's cousin. Your name is Elizabeth. Should you wave to everyone? Hi, Elizabeth. (laughs) There's nothing that God cannot do, don't you see? Well then, Mary nodded. Please do that for me. This impossible thing, his servant, I'll be. Then the angel waved. Can the angels wave bye-bye? Angels waved bye, and he left her. So angels, why don't you go and sit down? Good job, angels. You're going to come back up, so keep your costumes on. Keep your wings on, yeah? (laughs) Good boy. I need a Joseph. Who would like to be Joseph? Montana, would you like to be Joseph? Come on up, Montana. There's more parts in the story. Well done. Okay, do I have like a beard for Montana? (laughs) I probably do have a beard over here. Okay, you can have some kind of like brown thing that can be a like long hair. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I look beautiful, Montana. All night, Joseph tossed. All night, Joseph turned. He just couldn't sleep. He'd only just learned. Montana, can you pretend you're worried? Go like this. Good job. That Mary was pregnant. What's more, she confirmed that the baby she bore was not his. Joseph, don't worry. Joseph, don't weep. Lay down your head and go back to sleep. Mary's been faithful. Her love so strong and deep, and her baby is God's own son. (sighs) She told him this tale, an angelic visit, a son to be born by God's Holy Spirit. The more she went on, the less he believed it. He wanted to break their engagement. Pretend you're like in a row or something, or a fight. You're fighting. You know, <laughs> you know when like mum and dad argue who's going to do the washing up and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but just as he came, the angel appeared. Don't worry, he said. There's nothing to fear. I need your angels back on stage. Angels back on stage. There we go. Angels back on stage. Um, I know that you're troubled, so you need to hear that Mary is telling the truth. The baby she bears is God's holy son. Call his name Jesus, for he is the one God promised to send to save the world. Emmanuel, God is with us. He's the answer to all that the prophets have said. So keep your engagement, be glad and be wed. Okay, so you've made up now and you're getting married. Maybe you need some kind of beautiful outfit for Mary. Do I have a beautiful outfit? 
I should have been more prepared, guys. Oh, here we go. Oh, Hannah. Beautiful wedding dress right here. Kind of. You kind of look a bit like a vicar, but you'll be fine. <laughs> He's the answer to all that the prophets have said. So keep your engagement, be glad and be wed. And when Joseph woke up, that's just what he did. He took Mary to be his wife. Have you ever been to a wedding? Can you pretend that you're getting married? Yeah? One time are you going to do that? <laughs> Joseph, don't worry. Joseph, don't weep. Lay down your head and go back to sleep. Mary's been faithful. Her love is strong as deep. And her baby is God's own son. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> How many people have lived in my land? The ruler of Rome asked one day. Let's have a big count, he said to his men, and let's do it right away. Can anyone be, um, what was the man called? Not Herod. Was it Herod that did the census? Herod. I need a King Herod. Come on up, Maya. You will have your turn. Don't worry. Okay, here's your crown. Okay, I'm not going to lie. You're actually a a baddie in the story, but that's okay. We've all seen descendants. Is that, yeah, and they all turn good, right? Okay, so Herod, out of the blue, the order was given all throughout the world. It went around. To make the mass easy, they told everyone, go back to your hometown. So angels, you can sit down again for a bit. Well done. You can sit there, that's okay. So Joseph and Mary, you're going to go on a little walk. Can you go for a little walk? So even through Joseph lived... So even though Joseph lived Nazareth's way, a village right up to the north, his family came from Bethlehem town, so he's down to the south, he set forth. He set forth with Mary, his quite pregnant wife, a 90-mile journey to clock. And though you might think that she rode on a donkey, it's more likely that they walked. And we don't have a donkey today. Several weeks later, before they showed up in town, looking for somewhere to stay, Bethlehem's full, no vacancies here. Cameron, could you be a, an innkeeper? Come on up, you can do it. You don't want to. Who would like to be? Come on up. Trinity, come. That's okay, Cameron. Come on up, Trinity. You're going to be an innkeeper. Yay. So you're going to tell them there's no room at the inn. Everyone sent them away. Bethlehem's full, no vacancies here. Can you say Bethlehem's full? Bethlehem's full. Oh, no. Well done. Then one caring cousin came up with a plan. Our guest room is full, he said. But in the front room where the animals stay, there's plenty of space spare. Would anyone like to be like a sheep? Or a... Yes, Ola, come up. Can you pretend to be a little sheep on your all, all fours? Who would else like to be a little cow? Have we got a cow? Bruno, would you like to be a cow? Well done. Awesome. Don't worry, he can watch. <laughs> so, Mary gave birth to God's promised son in a room filled with cows and sheep. And we do have a baby Jesus today. Oh, I know. Do you want to sit down here, Hannah? If you sit here, do you know how to hold a baby? Oh, he's, he's all right. Oh. <laughs> She wrapped him in cloths and there in the manger made him a place to sleep. Now count all the countries in Caesar's empire, all the roads Mary trod. 
No spacious places, the number you get is one special son of God. <clears throat> oh no, who's sad? It begins in Bethlehem, shepherds lying on a hill. The night was silent and all was still. They watched their flocks of grazing sheep and tried hard not to fall asleep. I need some shepherds. Who would like to be a shepherd? Come on up. You, can you be a king? Are you a shepherd? Come on, Zach. And then I've got some more shepherd outfits too. I have a hook for someone. Who would like this? Would you like that? Oh. And I've got some sheep here. Who else wants to be a shepherd? Would you like to? Oh, gosh. There you go. Uh-oh. That's okay. Luke, there you go. Of course your sister can be a shepherd. This is fun. Okay. Do you want to be a shepherd? Come on up, Maya. Oh, is that fun? Where's, where's, where's my shepherd? Come over here, shepherd. You don't want to be, okay, you don't want to be an angel anymore. That's okay. <laughs> okay, you can hold the sheep. So we need to be very careful around baby Jesus. So can we all look at baby Jesus? Should we continue with this story? Would you like to be a shepherd? No, you don't want to be a shepherd. You want to be a shepherd. Come on up then, shepherd. When bright and white an angel came to light the night and a fiery flame, the shepherds trembled where they lay. The angel said, don't be afraid. Jessica, come up. You're my my only angel left. (laughs) That's okay. Sing praise to God and give him glory. Celebrate his wondrous story of love and joy and peace to men. For it begins in Bethlehem. We're almost there. Oh, no, we haven't got to the kings yet. Right, I'm going to skip forward a little bit. There we go. Okay, I need some kings. One, two, three. Three kings. Now, I don't know how many kings there were. I think there was more than three. So if you want to come up and be a king, you can. Three, yeah. Luke, is that what the shepherds did at Jesus' birth? Probably. Here you go. And who else is a... You don't want to be a king? Do you want a crown? Do you know how to put it on? You might have to take Santa off. There we go. You can put him there. Oh, we can give that back at the end. Do you want... you got a crown. Okay, I'm just going to leave those there. We are almost there, people. <laughs> One hump. To hump, the star watchers watched the stars go by, looking for secrets in the sky. And there they saw a special star. Can you see the star over there? There's a star. Away in the west, away or far. The king's been born and that's what it means. Judy away, or so it seems. They climbed aboard their camel's beast. We don't have any camels today, but you can pretend. Can you go for a little walk? Because you went on a long journey. This shepherd is going crazy. Oh my goodness. Okay. One hump, two humps, lumpity hump. The star watchers went with a bump and a thump. One hump, two humps, lumpity lump. The star watchers followed the star. Very good. The shining star led them to the place, a simple house 
not some fancy space. And when they saw their little boy, pardon? Oh, do you want to have a go? Here you go, you can have a crown. Oh, phew, we've got another king, everyone. (laughs) And when they saw the little boy, they gave him a pile of special toys. Have you got your special toys? (gasps) Amazing. So we have gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Presents rather fit for a king. A bunch of shiny golden things. A spice called myrrh. A sort of perfume. While smelly frankincense filled the room. Then in the night they had a dream that showed them Herod's evil scheme. So they didn't say where the boy house lay, but went straight home by another way. Okay, kings, you're going to go back to your, your hometown. One hump, two humps, lumpity lump. The star watchers went with a bump and a thump. One hump, two humps, lumpity lump. The star watchers followed the star. Last page, everyone. (laughs) A present for you. So what's the point of angels and shepherds and camels and stars, you say? Is it just a nice story to tell the children to celebrate Christmas Day? It's not just a story. It's not just for kids. It's the hinge on which history swings. That Bethlehem's baby grew into a man who challenged all powers and kings. He taught us that love is better than hate, that serving beats being in charge. He showed us the value of every human life, the little as well as the large. The end. Good job, everyone. I'll take the shepherd's stick back. Thank you so much. Good job. Well done to all our nativity stars. You all deserve to have a nap after that, I think. I think I need one too. (laughs) Good job. And thank you to our lovely baby Jesus especially. So we are going to sing a a song together. So if if you're able to stand as we reset... Go for it. Shall we sing Silent Night together? Words on the screen. If you know this, sing it as loudly as you can. And let's just enjoy this wonderful Christmas carol.
having to like run after me with all my different microphones today. I prefer handheld. Um, so we're just going to have a little talk for a few minutes and then just to let parents know and then sing some more songs and then we'll be done, I think. Um, but I don't know if you guys know this. Some of you might, but I'm not particularly good at surprises. I don't know why, but my brain seems to be designed to work out things and guess things um, so that I'm not really ever surprised by anything. It's sometimes a bit annoying, and it annoys my close friends and family more because often, nine times out of ten, I guess my present before I've even opened it. As soon as it reaches my hand, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. And um, it drives my sister mad every year. Um, poor thing. But this year, there's no exception to that rule. Um, many of you know my boyfriend, Tim, and um, he's, I've asked for his permission to say this, he's not the best at buying presents. <laughs> I've had some very strange presents the last few years. But um, so I've encouraged him by writing a list the last few years, just a few things that I would maybe like. And um, this year, I've done the same. Um, but Tim, this year, did have a surprise for me. And the other week, um, we went around a friend's house to play some board games with dinner. And um, we played a few different ones, like Monopoly Deal, and there's one called Chameleon, which is really good. And they whacked out this game called Ticket to Ride. Has anyone ever played Ticket to Ride? I loved it. It was strategic, it was tense, it was challenging, but it was also really good fun. Unfortunately, I didn't win, but... 
I left and I was like, oh, I love that game. I really, really want to get it. Um, and that was kind of the end of it. And uh, fast forward to this last week and uh, Tim was on my Amazon account. He said, you're not allowed to go on Amazon. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? But I, I was okay um, because he said he'd bought me a present off Amazon and I wasn't allowed to look because he wanted it to be a surprise because he knows as well as I do that I'm not very good at surprises and often I know what I'm going to get anyway. So I agreed. I deleted the app off my phone. I um, got him to delete the emails, the confirmation emails that I didn't see. And I promised him that I would not try and look to see what the present was. Because as a kid, I also used to find the presents that my mum hid every year. So he knows that and he knows that it's tempting. But I promised him I wouldn't do that. And um, all was going very well until one morning this week when I had a ring at the doorbell. And I thought, okay, I've got to take it in because I don't know if you've ever had this, but sometimes parcels go missing if they're left outside your house, which is really sad, but it happens. And um, I thought, it's okay. It's going to be in a big cardboard box, often about 10 times bigger than the thing you've actually ordered. And um, it's going to be okay. And uh, as soon as the Amazon man gave me the parcel, I was like, oh, no, I know what it is. The feel of it, the weight of it, the sound of it. I knew that it was my sought-after board game, Ticket to Ride. The surprise had been ruined. The game was over. I told you, I'm rubbish at surprises. Tim wasn't very pleased with me, but I was very happy because I got the game. and I'm going to play it over Christmas. And um. I think that the Israelites weren't very good at this surprises either. And the Israelites were God's like holy people that we read throughout the Old Testament. And a long, long time before the birth of Jesus, um, there were some people called the prophets. And a prophet's job was to talk to God and God spoke to them, particularly about a people group or something that was going to happen in the future. And the prophets spoke a lot about Jesus. Over 300 prophecies were made about Jesus across his birth, his life, and his death. And Jesus fulfilled every single one of them. Isn't that amazing? Apparently, the odds of that are like one in a trillion or something. I think it's more than that, but I can't remember how many zeros it was. Um, Here are a few of the prophecies that... um, were made about Jesus' birth. He would be born of a woman. He'd be born in Bethlehem. He'd be born of a virgin. He would come from the line of Abraham. He'd be a descendant of Isaac. He'd be a descendant of Jacob. He would come from the tribe of Judah. He would be an heir to David's throne. He would be anointed and eternal. He would be called Emmanuel. He would spend a season in Egypt. Um, There would be a um, massacre when he was born of babies. Um, the, uh, the Messiah would prep, there'd be a messenger preparing for the Messiah. The Messiah would be rejected by his own people. He would be a prophet. He would be preceded by Elijah. He would be declared son of God. He would be called a Nazarene. He would bring light to Galilee and he would speak in parables. And that's only 20 of them. You can Google it. They all come up. Um, but I thought we'd be here all day. And one of the most famous prophecies Um, that we remember this time of year, 
which is really annoying because I actually have lost the jumper, but I actually have a jumper with this printed on it, which is a little bit, I think it's cool, but some people probably think it's lame. It says Isaiah, um, Isaiah 9, 6 and 7, for us a child is born, to us a son is given, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. People were waiting a long, long time for the Messiah. That prophecy was written 700 years, 700 years before Jesus was born. He would be called Wonderful Counselor, someone that was able to make wise plans and decisions, full of wisdom. He would be called Mighty God, the title for God himself. He would be called Everlasting Father, a benevolent protector whose task it was to protect his people. And he would be called Prince of Peace, someone who ruled the nation with peace because his decisions relied on um, their disputes being um, agreed, I guess. Um, People were expectant for this kind of king, someone that would be the best of the best. They were waiting for a king to be born in a palace, to be the richest of rich, the most royal and regal. You see, I told you that Israelites were bad at surprises because they got it completely wrong. The Jesus that we've heard about in our Nativity Day was different to the one that Israelites expected. He was born in a stable, not in a palace. He was born poor, not rich. He was first visited by stinky shepherds, not royalty. And I probably did smell, because my sister, she works with horses, and she reeks sometimes. I love her, but honestly, sometimes it is bad. She doesn't mind me saying that. (laughs) He was hunted by royalty, not devoted by them. The Jesus who came down from heaven to be with us was not what the Israelites expected. He came down to be like you and me, Emmanuel, God with us. There's a really beautiful part of scripture in Philippians that I think um, ties in who Jesus is and what he came to do. And it's Philippians 2, 7 to 11. You may want to close your eyes as I read this. Um, Who in his very nature, God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, He made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under earth, And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Paul smashed it when he wrote that, didn't he? This is the Jesus I believe in. This is the Jesus that I love. And this is the Jesus that I live my life for. Who is this Jesus to you? It's exactly one week until Christmas Day. Maybe you've got presents still to buy cards to write and post even though they're not going to get there till 2024, food to prepare, houses to tidy, in-laws to entertain, children to care for. 
Christmas is such a chaotic time. It's rather exhausting. It's chaotic, tiring, exhausting. And dare I say it, the actual day is a little bit of an anticlimax sometimes. We can get so caught up in the festivities that we might actually miss the entire point altogether. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, came down from heaven to die for you and to live for us. Let that be the surprise that you share with others this Christmas, to your friends, to your families, to your loved ones. All the other presents just aren't good enough. Paul goes on in Philippians and he says, Indeed, I count everything as loss, even ticket to ride, because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus as my Lord. For his sake, I've suffered the loss of all things, and I count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Count everything else as rubbish because you get Jesus. Jesus is all you need, all you should ever want, and all you should ever hold on to. And Father, I pray that this Christmas people would um, know you close to them and know um, despite the stress and the chaos and um, the worry, um, I pray that everyone here would take a moment to remember what you did when you came down to be with us as a baby and what you did on that cross. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Oh, thank you. So we're going to sing a couple of songs to finish and then there's going to be a few notices. And then, um, yeah. Oh, are we we all singing this one? Sam's going to lead us. Prince of Heaven. This just ties in with what Liv was saying. So it's a new one. It might be new to you or maybe you've heard it before. But remain sitting for it and join in as you can. And just reflect on the words and the music as we remember Jesus, who is that Prince of Heaven.
Jesus, hope of love. 
Awesome. Do take your seats. We've got um, just a few notices, and then we're going to finish with one last song. Um, I didn't write any notices down. So we have a couple more services until Christmas Day. So we have um, our family Christingle on Christmas Eve at 5 p.m. Do come along. We're going to have... Um, we're going to make our Christingles together, and then we're going to have some fun. And there's like a, one of our families is doing like a, a four-piece, I think it's like six-piece band with um, all their like, what's it called? Brass? Is that brass? A brass band, so that's going to be fancy. And, um, and there'll be like mulled wine there for the adults and um, <laughs> mince pies. And then um, we have our midnight communion service. Not, I call it midnight mass, but midnight communion at 11. And then Christmas Day service on at 10 a.m. So we'd love to see you at any of those. And then there is a service the week after, which is a Sunday on New Year's Day. If you would... If you're up in the morning on New Year's Day, spring-like, and you're like, yes, I want to start the year with a service, then lovely Marilla is going to be leading that service, and we'd love to see you. I won't be there. I'll be probably asleep. <laughs> but lots of people will be there. So, um, yes. And um, we have got a collection that we're doing for Christmas, and you can either give to that via card or um, cash. And we're um, collecting for a charity called Arusha, which um, work... In in the UK and globally, so we're supporting Arusha UK, and um, their heart is for the stewardship of the earth to um, look after our our world and our environment. And um, yes, yeah, so if you would like to donate to that, that's where our Christmas fund is going this year. And uh, finally, if you are new, please do pick up a welcome pack at the back. It has a little hello and welcome card in it, and um, it also has a bar of chocolate. So even if you don't take anything else, take the chocolate. It's divine. It's literally as divine chocolate. And it's fair trade. And um, we would love to tell you more about what goes on here at St. John's. And, um, yeah. There's one more notice. Oh, what have you got there? I've also got here. So Liv was saying about Jesus being the reason for Christmas. So we've got two booklets here. They're at the welcome desk. You can take one for yourself or one to give out to somebody. One says, why? Jesus. And the other is, why Christmas? So what's Christmas all about? And why Jesus? So do take one of those. One more notice from me. It is very sad and yet very exciting. So, Liv, you've got a bit of exciting news, which is exciting for you, but very sad for us. So you will have seen in my newsletter um, a little line about Olivia. Tell us what's happening in Feb half term. Exciting for you, and then I'll tell you how sad it is for us. So you go first. So I've just been offered a new job, which is really sad, but very exciting. So um, I've been offered a job to work in a a school in Twickenham. It's a a Catholic girls' school, and they were looking for someone to lead their their chaplaincy work. Um, So leading things like Alpha for the girls and Alpha for the students and the the staff team, um, working with the RE department to develop their discipleship curriculum. So it's a lot more discipleship-based and um, lots of other things. And then um, on top of that, the opportunity to start training to become a teacher, which is uh, something I've always wanted to do, 
kind of not been brave enough to jump in and do the PGCE. So this um, opportunity just came up and it really felt like the right thing. And then in that comes the sadness of having to say goodbye to St. John's. Um, I'm not leaving till February half term. So my last Sunday is the 19th of February. So we've got some time and um, we'll have a big party, I think, won't we? But it's, um, it has been a very difficult decision to make, but um, that definitely feels like the, the right one as well. So we're going to do both. I mean, our Christmas theme is comfort and joy. And as we know, when life is like that, isn't it? There is the exciting stuff and then there is the sad stuff. So shall we celebrate with Liv? Clap, a big clap to God for the opportunity. Because Paul teaches us to rejoice with those who rejoice. So when Liv shared with me, I was thinking... I don't want to hear it, but it's great for you. Then the selfish me is now thinking, oh, no. Can you imagine? <gasps> Liv. So you, everybody knows how brilliant, fantastic Liv is. I won't say too much because, you know, she'll get too. But she's great. You all know that. So we, we are grateful to God for Liv. And we will say more about that when the party comes. It's going to be a big party for us to celebrate. But for now... Any children, young people want to just come to the front? I didn't prepare a leave for this because let's pray for her. Transition can be a big thing. Getting ready for mixed emotions there. What does it mean to hand over? So let's pray for God's protection on us, but on leave. So any young people, anybody who would like to come and, well, not the whole church. I mean the whole church, but come to the middle here, Liv. Come here, come here, because then people, those who can, those who would love to. I know the teenager, there they go. They're running up. So some of you can lay a hand and live, and then others just stretch a hand to her. If you can stretch from where you are, and let's pray. I'm just going to count to three. Say your prayer all together, and then I'll pray. Okay? One, two, three. Everybody pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for Olivia. Thank you so much for who you've made her. Thank you for the amazing leader that she is, the amazing youth and kids pastor. Thank you for all the gifts that she brings, that she has. And thank you for all that you have for her. You know the plans that you have for her, plans to give her a future and a hope. And so we pray, even as she looks ahead to half-term and starting a new job in March, that, Lord, you will go ahead of her, guide her. And we pray for the preparation and transition for us here, that all that will go well, because we know that this is your church, and you are building your church. And so we celebrate with her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There you go. It's one of those things, the vicar's got to do that bit, haven't they? So anyway, now back to you. Or shall we, shall we finish? Yeah, we're going to sing one more song and then cool. that's it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Shall we stand and sing All Holy Night together? That's our final one.
Jesus. You are the reason for the season. You are Lord of all. You are Christ the King. Mm. And we ask that, Lord, as we leave, you will be born in our hearts anew today. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, everybody.